Welcome to the Wolf Pussy Monologues podcast. Bringing exciting interviews and memorable episodes for your listening and viewing pleasure. Broadcasting from our beautiful studios in Los Angeles, we're definitely here for the shits and shenanigans. Now buckle up ladies and gentlemen, here's our motherfucking host, Max. Hey, yo, what up, what it is, how you feeling, how you living, how you being? Welcome to another episode of Wolf Pussy Monologues, I'm your host, Max. So glad to be back on the mic one more time with all my Wolf Pack friends. And uh, we got a special guest early in the motherfucking afternoon. God damn it, the moon ain't out, but we still howling. We have the most down-to-earth motherfucker I ever met. This motherfucker cool, the motherfucker popsicle on Sunday in the motherfucking summer. You know what I'm talking about? I bring you the most awesomest person all the way from the UK, Mr. Andy Franklin in the building. Let's go. How the hell are you? We're back again, ladies and gentlemen. Waiting for y'all to come on in from the parking lot and whatnot, you know. Happy hump day and all that good shit. Hope you've been humped or going to get humped. Indeed. It's a nice day to do it. Nice and... Nice and mild. Ain't too hot, ain't too cold. Just, you know what I'm Make it do what it do. We are going to wait for our special guest to tune on in. Or maybe we should go ahead and send that limo. Yes, let's send the limo. There it is. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Do, doing well. How, how are you? I'm all right. Not too bad. Um... And I'm making the best of, of these times and being creative and all the rest of that stuff. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Awesome, awesome. You do know we can't see you, sir. Can't see me? Not at all. Me. It's quite a block. Right, better? Yes, yes. Are you Are you in the one bedroom? Moment, one moment, one moment. Okay. That might be too much. Is that better? Mm, mm, mm. That is not a drop. You have no visual, sir. No visual. No visual. All right. Let me um, let me jump off and come back. Okay. What's happening? No worries. All right. All right. All right. We want to get visuals, cause you know that that's another type of show. It's coming. I'm gonna leave that alone, though. Okay. How y'all doing? Shit. Here he is. Here he is. Let's hit that goddamn button. Mm-hmm. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. There's that wonderful face. How are you? How are you doing? I'm Not wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us in the Wolf Den today. Nah, thanks for having me. This is having my having ultimate me. pleasure. May I please formally introduce you? Yeah, go for it. Go awesome, go. awesome. Please, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome the host of the ENR Show Podcast Edition. A radio personality from Swan Radio, all the way from the UK. I bring you our very special guest, Mr. Andy Franklin, in the building. Hey, hey, yeah. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New Year. Good to see you. Our birthday's coming up. I'm excited. It is indeed. And a year older, um, can't, I can't say wiser. Every day, every day we, we survive, we smarter. Yeah, indeed, that's indeed. That's Let's go ahead and jump into it. I know it's a little late for you right now. 
Uh, yeah, but I'm like I'm like a I'm like I'm like a vampire, so this is kind of still relatively early. Oh, that's why you look so good. You admit you're a vampire on air. Well, damn it, I got one side and that side for you too. Indeed, indeed. So I was gonna ask what some most people don't know about you, but I think that's it. You're a fucking vampire. <laughs> that's it, right? <laughs> <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. So, how did your career with Swan Radio and the ENR show begin? All right. Well, let's um, let's do uh, the ENR show. First. No, let's even go before that. So, um, as we as we all experienced, 2020 was a very different year for um, all of us um, worldwide. Um, so, I was uh, put on furlough from the month of, I think, May. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, being at home and, and obviously, you know, the benefits of being paid and something that I kind of thought. So, um, <clears throat> I was kind of getting a bit restless. Mm-hmm. And I was beginning to, you know, a lot of things taking place. Um, people do things from home and um, I said to myself well you know I need to find something to do mm-hmm. you know I was kind of a bit irritated irritant. and what the plan was at the time was to um, start a radio show mm-hmm. called called the Big 80s so the Big 80s show really was a radio show show played music of the 80s like pop music more so than anything else mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I went to the building um, and as soon as I got in the building, I saw a green screen. So I was like, you know, what's that doing there? And they explained to me what's that there and what they can do with it. So then I started asking questions. Hey, Dre, what's good? Uh, I started asking questions. Um, and then basically I said, look, can you do it so that you film me on the green screen? We'll have a design in the background. And then, you know, I could present music video shows like VH1 and TV to get me to do that. So um, I... I created this thing called the Daily Show, uh, which was very successful. It ran from, let's say, from June down into September, October, November, December. Mm-hmm. Say November time. Mm-hmm. Um, what actually happened was it was supposed to have gone on to national television. Um, but unfortunately, um, let's just say the individuals or individual that I was working with at the time couldn't keep up with the requirements and the disciplines of editing. So unfortunately, the window of opportunity closed. No. Oh, I was kind of like, you know, that's what they say, you know, really kind of uh, a bit upset about it. Like, mm-hmm. I used like, my big break, you know, mm-hmm. you know, my opportunity, my time. Um, so then what happened was, due to my, my friends um, in the, at the time, it was the nightcap and, and you know, just looking at, a, at the time it would have been, just various different artists was using the same platform as what we were using because, you know, everybody kind of came down to the same level field, level playing field of right. utilizing um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I began to care, you know, a lot of what everybody was doing on, in LA. Well, just in America, but I found like, you know, LA was kind of like providing the, the, the you know, the side of things, especially with some of the artists. One of the artists was Dawn Robinson uh, from Mendoza, and one of the other artists was a uh, Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as well as, you know, there was Factor, I think he interviewed Mary J. Blige. It was very much the early periods of, um, you know, the whole lockdown and, you know, artists were being interviewed about their careers, so on and so forth. So I said, okay, you know, I, I like a bit of that, um, not knowing at the time what I was leading on to. So mm-hmm. I um, I screenshotted um, the interview with, uh, with Dawn Robinson 
And then it just so happened that I tagged her, reposted it, and she kind of reached out, thanks for listening. So as soon as she said, thanks for listening, um, I DM'd her straight away. And it was like, you know, um, you know, obviously, you know, the history with En Vogue is really great. Not so much the dark stuff, but, you know, the, the, when it came out and right. you know, how vibrant it was and how music was back in, back in the, that era. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I'm from London, um, you know, and I've got a podcast. Would you like to jump on my show? And she said, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So I think about 14 days went by, two weeks went by. Now, bear in mind, um, I, there, was no, there was no such thing called the E&R show. There was no podcast. Mm-hmm. So what I do really was within the space of seven days, I had to really kind of work out exactly how the hell am I going to do this, not speaking to anybody in the States and finding out the, the steps and the gist of things. Um, I said, well, I could, I could do this. I have a personality. I could talk to people, blah, 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 blah. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's easy speaking to everyday folk when you're speaking to icons, right? Yeah, right. So anyway, I um, I managed to kind of string an idea in my head together, and I kind of was looking at a lot of, let's say, what the States were doing at the time and some of the TV shows that I watched in the UK, as well as, you know, any time I go to the Caribbean, you know, they get American television. So, you know, I kind of said to myself, okay, you know, let's kind of put some things together. So... The ENR show was kind of put together. I didn't really have the name, but you know, I just sport entertainment, entertainment news. And I remember watching E News from back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, that's the buzzword. So um, I had inter- entertainment news and reviews, which means E and R or E and R means entertainment news and reviews. And you know, and uh, we arranged the date. And then, uh, um, bad, you know, the, I think Dawn Robinson was my first in November twenty twenty. Um, that was really great. Um, really interview. It's still on my ENR platform, not on my main platform. It's still on my ENR platform. Yeah. Um, I had the privilege to go on and speak to um, Shanice. That was absolutely amazing. Um, beautiful person inside and out. She is, she is so reflective of her music. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people have a split personality where they sing really sweet and happy songs and, you know, they're really bougie and they don't really want to know anybody. Like she's the complete opposite. Wow. So I had... And um, I had, um, uh, you know, various different other people as well, Norm Adams and independent artists. I had doctors, entrepreneurs, EDI. Um, I kind of had some UK uh, entertainers as well. Gina Giscom, who sang Mum used to say back in the day. Um, I had um, one of our featherweight uh, world champion boxers on, on, on my platform. So I had a whole host of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I had about 25. I did about 25 interviews and I needed to have a break. So the break came in like around about April time, and I said, well, "Give me about three weeks." Mm-hmm. Within the period of that break, I reached out to a television network, and um, I said to them, "Look, this is what I've done on my on my IG platform. Would you like to have a look and see what's happening?" They really liked it, and I goes, "Well, you know, how would you like to have it as a television show?" And they goes, "Yeah, you know, they're definitely up for it." Now, bear in mind once again. Um, just like the e Show podcast, you know, I've never wrote for a television platform. Right. So I think I've always kind of had the ide- ideology of how to go about it, although I've never had the experience. But I said, well, it can't be any much different than doing what I'm doing. I'm just going to be in front of a more of a bigger platform, mm-hmm. more cameras. And, um, you know, I kind of held it down. So I was fortunate enough that one of the last persons that I had interviewed um, was... Um, Rochelle and Pamela. Now, Rochelle and Pamela was from the group Black Girl from back in the day. Mm-hmm. So I, them, they put me 
on to Monster Eshi. Monster Eshi is a member of the rap group Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monster Eshi was actually the first um, televised guest on TV that I had. Um, and went on from there and I spoke to, I had speech. I had Buddy White from uh, Intro. I had Tabitha from Cut Clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had two other artists or two other celebrities from, from the UK side of the board. Um, so it was going really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, with, with everything that was going on financially in the world, um, the network station took a hit. And um, uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it wasn't the same environment for me in order to do what I wanted to do, especially when you're inviting guests into a studio. By Zoom, it's different. You only see so much. But when you have people inside the studio um, and your the equipment that you're using is not up to par to what you projected your show to be, mm-hmm. honestly, to to not do that uh, for my own reputation and name, and um, so what I did was I pulled it back, and because I own the rights of everything and I patented in our show, yeah, we went back to the podcast and you know where it was and let it sit there for a hot minute, um, and then you know. Again, me being me, um, my friend Selena, I don't know if she's on here, but um, Selena Cherry, she's a, from a group, um, a girl group called The Honeys in the UK. She actually invited me down on, uh, on her show <clears throat> to talk about exactly what we're discussing now. And um, it just so happened that as I was just wrapping up, the manager of the station walked in and I said, uh, she goes to him, oh, yeah, he's a presenter. And he goes, oh, really? And as, I think more humor reason, he goes, oh, you know, you can come and join us then. And, you know, you telling somebody like me who's like a, who's like a bull that sees a red flag, you know, I'll go at it, you know what I mean? So um, I said, yeah, let's do it. And he goes, let's have a meeting. I goes, when? Thursday, 7.30. Um, and, you know, next minute I was there and, you know, I think it was uh, two weeks after that meeting, 14th of December, I remember correctly, um, I, I went on to Swan Radio. So... It's good for me because any time that I'm in front of the camera or any time I'm behind the mic on a radio station, it's, I feel like at home, you know, I, I, don't feel, I don't feel that same comfort doing it here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, that is awesome. So what's a typical work day like for you? Um, are you talking within the industry or just doing the kind of the nine to five of life that you sometimes you got to join the dot? Um, well, you know, the nine to five, we know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, so basically the industry, the industry stuff is is writing, being creative, um, always looking at opportunities and, and kind of always questioning people and, and trying to work out who I need to speak to in order to get to that next stage mm-hmm. and getting various texts and so on and so forth. So, you know, um I'm I'm always I'm always doing something within, you know, my purpose. I believe that, you know, twenty twenty was not the best year for some. Um, we understand the fact that um, a lot of people lost a lot of loved ones and still mm-hmm. have to remember that and thanks that, you know, you're here and also remember the ones that have passed. Right. Um, but it was great. It was great downtime for, for myself personally because I found I needed something to slow me down because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always out partying. I'm a DJ as well. And sometimes, you know, you invest your time and your, your, your money into other people's projects. And yeah. I think that's normal. I think that we go through that phase where, you know, we want to go out and going out is going to someone's event or hosting an event. You've got to pay to get in. So you're always investing. You're putting your money into that individual's investment. But then I kind of said to myself, well, you know, let's see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what I can muster together. And, you know, a lot of the things that I have done 
Um, it hasn't been hard work. You know, I've enjoyed doing it, and it's never felt like work to me. So I've always known that I've always been on the right track and the right path and the right, I guess, I guess the right path um, to kind of do the things that um, you know of me doing mm-hmm. at this present moment. Mm. Now, what do you rely on for motivation? Um, it's a very good question. What do I rely on for motivation? Mistakes. <laughs> you know, um, very good you know, point. You, you know, you don't, don't get it twisted. You know, I've I've done things that um, which is done in error. You know, I think that we all do it. Mm-hmm. But the motive is, you know, is what you learn from your errors. And I'm not just talking about the industry of life. I'm talking about personal things that's taken place. It being relationships. Right. You know, that's my motivation when you could um, look within yourself and admit that you know you've met you made errors. You know, I know there's women on the platform, I'm not talking cheating or beating, you know. But, you know, when you are in a relationship, you do make errors, you know, you're human. But I think the best part of, of living life is, is not just the errors that you make, but the fact of the matter is that you can own up to it, learn from it, and you can improve yourself as an individual. So, mm-hmm. um, I said that's really my motivation. Obviously, the things that I'm interested in and the people that are, uh, you know, top of their game, so, you know, television presenters, whether they be on in the UK, whether they be in the US of A, mm-hmm. um, if anybody that's kind of at the height of their game, I feel that I could learn a lot from. And, um, you know, I try to articulate myself and deliver whatever I do to the highest, highest standard that I provide it. Mm. I like it. I like it because you definitely deliver. I got to tell you, definitely you. do that. Do you have fun when you do your interviews or does it feel like work sometimes? Nah, it doesn't. Um, I think, which interview was it? I think it was with Monster Eshe. Um, where I was positioned, I don't know if you might have seen the advert, it's on my wall somewhere, but, you know, I'm at a, a desk, a table, just how you see on a chat show. And there was two cameras, one pointing at me and then one coming off my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And the one coming off my shoulder was to see my cue cards. Um, so they realized I did about an hour and a half filming, and they goes to me, we picked up on your cue card, so where was your question? They just saw two lines of my cue card. And I said, everything's in here. You know, everything's in here. Now, not all the time you should do that. You know, that's not something that I would advise anybody else to do, and I must get at that habit myself. But I've always, I've always been told that I always learn from someone who been in the industry, mm-hmm. um, that was frequent around for a hot minute. Like, you know, you gotta you gotta own what you do. And um, when I say that I mean, you know, you when in it, when a performer goes on stage and Michael Jackson goes on stage and George Michael on stage, Prince goes on stage, all these great artists, they own the stage, they own their work. They would walk into that building, they'll walk into the auditorium, the stadium, and they wasn't in 50% of what they they think they know. So it was 100% of what they did know. So what I tend to do is, you know, I I own my craft. And I think it is very important that anybody that does anything, don't make anybody else tell you how you should do it. Because if that's allowed, then what happens is you begin to not understand or even recognize what you started. Because when somebody takes, else takes ownership of it, um, they begin to own it. They, they, they take it away from you. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's up to you whether to, to stand up for what you believe in and what you want. And you don't have to be rude or, or, or curse, but, you know, you, you be, um, as my mother would say, assertive. Right. You be very assertive. 
to what you want and um, how you carry out your work. So um, I've always believed in ownership. I've always believed in your personal presence, you know, dressing according to the job that you're going to do. Um, I've always admired the television hosts that dress well, you know, like Steve yeah. Harvey, Arsenio Hall, right. um, a few people over here. Um, so I kind of modeled myself. When I say model myself, I keep my personality, but you, you, you see the best. Um, mm-hmm. James Corden, actually, who you guys are very familiar with, is actually was born in my town. He's about 20 minutes. His parents are about 20 minutes from where I live. Really? So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, that's, that's an inspiration right there mm-hmm. for a guy to grow up the same humble beginnings, just like, just like myself, mm-hmm. uh, and to see where he's at now. So, you know, there's always room for growth, but I believe in owning your work, owning your craft, and presenting yourself well that people take you seriously. I think that right. if you don't present yourself very serious, people don't take you serious. Right. Um, being a person of color as well, um, and I don't really want to go down the, the black and white route, you know what I mean? I don't want to make it that, I don't want to turn it into that show, but I think um, sometimes you do get judged before you get, your mouth is open and people think how you're going to sound and the words you're going to use and the slang terms and, and everything else. So I've always made sure, like, you know, and that's working with black people as well, but I've always made sure, like, you know, don't think about what, don't think what you're going to think you're going to hear. You know, and I don't ever give anybody that leverage to say, "Oh, I thought so." You know, you got to take ownership and countership of your own of your own actions as well. So, anytime that I'm in within a meeting or doing my television show or being on the radio, I always make sure that I speak well enough that everybody understands what I'm saying. When I say everyone, everyone who speaks English, mm-hmm. because opportunity opportunities are given according to how you sound and how you project your voice and how, right. how you come across. So. Um, in order to fit into this corporate world, sometimes you, you have to not put the stacks against you, even though there are stacks that will be against you. Don't don't fit into the glove, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't be in that box. So, you know, you always always seem to want to be outside the arenas or be outside that, that little circle that they want to keep you in. But at the same time, I keep it real. I know who I am, I know where I'm from, and I know my history. But, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. Right. So I think when that needs to be addressed, it needs to be addressed. But at the same time, I don't feel like I need to create anything which is not there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. How do you balance your nine to five with the entertainment world? <laughs> a lot of people ask me that question. Like, um, I don't know how I managed to do it. I was, I've been on L.A. time for the last, I would say, well, two years now. You know, and I say that because, you know, I was concentrating so much, is, you know, I wasn't sleeping very much. And I said, I don't really sleep. You know, I could run up about four and a half hours of sleep, wake up at 7 30, go, you know, and I'm good for it. Mm. Um, but yeah, balance is something which is something that I'm still learning, you know, mm-hmm. to, to kind of uh, master. But right now, I think when you're on a high of creativity, um, for me, I can't speak on the behalf of anybody else, but sleep doesn't actually come into the coming to the uh, play. I think I sleep to pass time in order for me just to kind of do something when I wake back up. And, right, right, right. But, um, balance is something that I, I manage to juggle it. I do, I do. But I always want to do more. So I find sometimes my time frame is getting very narrow. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, it is a way, it is a way, as they say. It is what it is. 
How does it feel to be loved internationally? Um, well, <laughs> apart from the family that I have in the Caribbean, um, I think the platforms that I've kind of put myself on and being in the group um, that I'm currently in at the moment, um, I know a lot of the ladies and guys, I think there's a couple of guys in the group, I know ladies more so are in that group, I know that they're looking at they're looking at this show right now, so hi guys, how you guys doing? Too many things to mention. Um, no, it's nice. You know, um, I think I, I think we started off from doing a Zoom call um, late 2020, I think, around that time where I kind of got to know all these different faces. Um, hello to Jedi, Tracy, Tasha, uh, Christina, um, so many other names. Um, so it's been really, it's been really great um, to kind of receive that love. And, you know, first of all, I was like, do you guys understand what I'm saying? Am I speaking to you? But I was like, yeah, we understand, <laughs> you know, but... It's been great, and I think um, one of the one of the beautiful things about um, being in that group is mm-hmm. the fact that um, each one of us has had a small pocket of problem, and whatever the universe has done, it's allowed us to come together like Avengers and be able to to support one another. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, shout out to Erin as well. Um, you know, to be a part of the clique and just make sure that, you know, I mean, it's, it's fire. When we're talking comedy, you know, I think, I think, uh, Tasha especially would tell, would say that, you know, I'm crazy like that, you know, because I have the humorous one out, out the bunch, you know what I mean? And I like to make everybody laugh, make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's fun. I know grandma's watching, not my grandma, but Tasha's grandma. Hi, grandma. How you doing? Oh, hey, um, but, you know, I like to, I like to, um, I like to, like, you know, be an entertainer in in the respects of you just making everybody happy, you mm. know, and, and everything else. So, um, you know, oh, Jedi said, "Well, I'm her baby daddy." Not true. Interesting. <laughs> it's, an on, it's, it's an ongoing joke. It's an ongoing, it's an ongoing joke. Mm, but, like, inside, a real inside, huh? I, t- I tell you, she just she just come up and just exploit <laughs> me right there. And then. But uh, but no, it, it's nice, you know, to um, have. Um, friends like they're on your doorstep but unfortunately like, they're not but that's the beauty of when you're spiritually connected to something or someone you don't need to be in their pocket you know right. once the connection and the vibrations are, are, are there um, you know it doesn't matter it, you know anytime that we jump on we're picking up from where we left off and mm-hmm. it's just comedy right through so um, shout outs to all of them and I think I wish them Happy New Year, but I wish them again Happy New Year because they're really special people. Yes, really yes. And the guys that people that I kind of chill with over here as well, again, they're amazing. And I think as you grow older, um, you don't have as much friends. You know, you have more associates, but your friends' friends are the people that cross your threshold, that comes through your front door. So, and I think I was just saying that to my friend this week. You know, um, you know, I think she said, oh, you're, you're single and, you know, how many, you know, you must meet blah, 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 blah. I goes, you know, I do know a lot of females. I'm not going to deny that I don't. But at the same time, people might like you and love you for the things that you do, not for the person that you are. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be very watchful and careful about who you bring into your environment and your right. circle. You know, and I don't like things being distorted. Mm-hmm. Um, I should do. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, in that respect, you know, I just kind of keep it neat to be 100. And um, like I said, you know, it's, it is what it is. What they get from me in the group is the same person I get in the UK and vice versa. I don't really change. Yeah, man, that's dope. I appreciate you coming on the platform today. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me, man. And, and you know, read any, any more because I can talk for days. <laughs>
Oh, no, we good. We good. We are awesome. Unless we want to switch reels and go to the after hours version because I cut the light off and, you know, we, we can, you know, send everybody away. You know what I would do, but there's too many, there's too many onlookers. There's a couple of bitches, Tracy and Jedi, and they will kill me. So okay, I want to we won't do it. We won't do it. As PC as possible. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Well, I thank you again for joining me. You have a wonderful evening, sir. I wish you all the best in success, and I'll be a watching. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And um, like I said, if anything which is new approaching, um, which I think there will be, um, I can't really say too much, but I'm speaking to a media company in Florida at this current moment. Um, you know, I'll keep you guys posted. But other than that, yeah, I know. <laughs> again, that's why I don't sleep. You know, I'm always looking at things and contacting people like 3 a.m. my time, which would be, you know, 5 or 10 o'clock their time. And, but, you know, in order to get somewhere, you don't sleep. You know, the greatest of people don't sleep. True you know, they work and they hustle, do what they've got to do. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. One day in my life, I don't have to hustle like that. I could kind of live a comfortable life and say, well, okay, because of what I did, it made me have this. So until then, um, you know, I'll let you guys know. Please do. And please let everybody know if they don't know where to find you. Um, okay, so um, you can catch me on Andy um, underscore Franklin seventy eight. Um, that's my Instagram. That's Andy underscore Franklin seventy eight. Well, the ENR show is actually at ENR. That's Echo November Romeo at ENR underscore show. Um, again, that's on IG. Um, Andy Franklin. Um, you can hit me up on my uh, Facebook as well. Um, and those are the main kind of platforms that you kind of catch me on um as well so i'll give you guys a heads up actually before i leave i think and i say i think i think on the 5th of february the 5th or the second either way i'll let you guys know um i mean you guys familiar with a young with a guy called chico he's got a young girl his, his daughter is like always singing with him in the car and so i'm going to be having him on my platform very soon so um yeah 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 so we guy having chico um Dang. on the show unfortunately i think i won't be able to get his daughter because i think she's you know, she's currently signed up with an agent now, so okay. the dynamics of of interviewing her will be very different. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely speaking to him. Um, look out for a guy called Randy Patrick as well. Okay, uh, he's a model um, as well, so I'll be bringing him through. Nice. Um, obviously, Sundays. Um, you know, I'm on the radio each Sunday. Um, that's uh, Swan-Radio.co.uk. Um, shout out to Selena, who kind of brought me on onto the show. Appreciate that. Um, and that's basically interviews and, and uh, music as well entwined um, on the 30th of June. I wasn't going to say anything, but I <coughs> because I haven't put it out on my Facebook yet, it's kind of cool because most of my listeners are here from, from the States. Um, I've actually got Junior Gistam. Um, so the guy that sang Mama used to say, I've actually got Junior Gistam coming into the studio as well. So, yeah, so he'll be telling us about his, you know, his career from the 80s and how it was and what he's up to right now. Um, so yeah, so you know, I said I'm always moving and grooving. That is dope. Kudos to you, Mr. Andy Franklin. Thank you so much for sharing your life with us. Much appreciate. Much appreciate. Thanks for having me. You have a wonderful night, and don't you go stand up too late now. You got to work in the morning. No, I'm not. But I can't see myself going to bed between and not until at least two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Well, y'all, when he go live in a few minutes with the red light on. Y'all know what no, it is. I'm not, I'm not doing that tonight. I'm going to jump on with the, with the guys and just kind of like chop it up. We need to catch up. And oh, like, guys, nice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what usually happens. But 
now anyway. But um, if not, then I'll miss Catholic tomorrow. All righty, all righty. Well, thanks again for joining us. You have a wonderful evening. All right. Take care. All the very best. Thanks for having me again. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us in the Wolf Den this week. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and visit our website at wolfpussymonologues.com for your weekly wolf pussy therapy. Howl at you soon. Thank you.